Galloway. And I'm Tracy Galloway. Welcome to our podcast, 36 Questions. This is an unscripted show where we candidly and spontaneously answer 36 questions that lead to love. Now, these 36 questions were invented by psychologist Arthur Aaron, who created this exercise to help people be vulnerable in order to foster closeness and intimacy. We have been married 26 years and have four almost grown children together. We've both been in Christian leadership for almost 30 years now. I've been a pastor, you've been a pastor, and we've both been student pastors. And I lead right now a nonprofit organization that does outreach to people experiencing homelessness. You know, our hope is that as we dig deep into each other's lives, that you will be inspired to find more intimacy and authenticity in your own relationships. Let's dive in. Before we start, I have a really fun idea for everybody, and it's a contest. Yay! Woohoo! It's a summer contest. Ooh, the best kind. With a prize. <laughs> so basically, if you you need to do t- three things, okay? Oh boy. Three things, and they're they're all three are extremely simple, extremely quick, done in less than five minutes, and you can win a book. And the book you can win is a special book called One Question a Day for You and Me, a three-year journal, Daily Reflections for Couples. For couples. Yeah. And the the cover's kind of cool. It has like a little, two little birds on it. Anyway, it has different kinds of questions that you can ask each other every single day of the year. Uh, with you and somebody you love. Right. Or a little like. conversation starters and kind of diving in together to life. And yeah. Like one other. of the questions here is how do you like being taken care of when you're sick? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And you can both answer that. Um, or what do you enjoy most about having people over? Or if you could buy a new car, what would it be? Huh? I was saying, what do you enjoy best about having people over? When, when they, they leave. leave. You're such an introvert. Wah, wah, wah. What is one personality difference between you and your partner? So it kind of just goes, there's a different question every day. And and then you can journal and read the question and talk. And it's just a way for you to connect. So it's really a great so How do you win book. this prize? Oh, there's only three things to do to win this amazing book. Number one, you what? <laughs> you write a review of 36 questions our podcast on apple podcasts yeah write a review number one number two you tag us on facebook share our podcast or on instagram facebook or mm-hmm. instagram and tag us so that and the we reason know yeah happens. so we have to be tagged otherwise we don't know who you are and we can't you know message you and then find out you know how to mail you this book because we're going to need your address to mail it to you right of course so review it Mm -hmm. uh tag us uh when you share it and number three would be sharing it so you can share it on instagram you can share it on facebook uh share not the book but our podcast and of course this is for subscribers only so maybe that's number four is you got to subscribe but if you're listening right now maybe you did subscribe or maybe it's a one-time Listen, but hopefully this inspires you to become a lifelong fan of 36 questions. All right. So this was unclear. So let's start again. (laughs) (laughs) I need things written down. Okay. So number one, you review us on Apple Podcasts. And you don't have to have an Apple or a Mac to do that. We just need, you know, your review. Okay. Okay. Number two. Yeah. 
is I think a tag and a share. So you share about our podcast. Mm-hmm. Share what's what is it? Anchor.fm slash thirty six questions, right? So share the share it on Facebook or Instagram, just share it. And then when you share it, tag us Juan Galloway or Tracy Galloway. That's J U A N G A L L O W A Y or T R A C Y G A L L O W A Y. If you tag us, that way we'll be connected to you. So we'll know that you shared it and you tagged us. And then number three is the. I can't remember. Subscribe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Subscribe. Really? Subscribe should be number one. Subscribe would be one. Two would be. This is a great contest. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's going to be over the moon. But it has to be clear. So we have Successful. to say it clearly. Okay. One is subscribe. Two is review. Three is share. That's what we should have said in the beginning. One is subscribe. Two is share and tag. And three. No, wait. Two is review. <laughs> So really, the only way to win is to navigate this confusing, confusing maze of it's like puzzles and clues. I'm sure you'll figure it out. If you figure it out, then you will win. One question a day for you and me, a three-year journal, daily reflections for couples. You don't want to miss out on that. Summer contest. It's going to go starting now, uh, July 28th, all the way through August, September right. 1st. Um, we are going to record a podcast and announce who the winner is and send it to you. Woohoo. Yeah, and it's important cuz you know we we've had only like 10 people kind of rate us by the way and they they we get, we got mostly five stars. Somebody, you know, somebody gave us four stars. I don't know what's up with that. Um the only written review written in 2018 was by me. <laughs> and I I just wrote Tracy is great in her new podcast. I don't know about one, but Tracy Galloway is really excellent in her new podcast. She comes across as utterly charming, fun, and smart. I'm subscribing just to get more of Tracy. <laughs> I don't think I'm coming across as smart right now, but thank you, honey. That's really sweet of you to write a review. So write a review. Subscribe, number one. Two, write a review. Three, share. More numbers. Tag us. <laughs> <laughs> number 52. There's 30 th- Jump up and down, stick out your tongue. <laughs> there's 36 things you have to do to win this book. No, just All three. right, it's enough. That's that's enough of the contest. You got it. Um on with the show. On with the show. Hey, welcome back to 36 questions. Here we are. Episode 11. We made it. Well, um this is the, uh, of course, premise of the show that there's 36 questions and we are on question 11. And these cl- questions are to help you uh, get more and more close, more and more intimate, each one that you dive deeper into uh, throughout. So we're a third of the way there. Great. Or almost. Okay, so here is the question of the week. It is... Take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. <laughs> it's kind of like as much detail, but four minutes. Do, you know, do <laughs> your we, whole life. Do we have a timer? Uh, yeah, I can do a timer on my phone. Sure. Okay. We might need a timer because it's going to be hard. Great I mean, I think, idea. you know, if you're 20, it's probably not too challenging to tell your story in four minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but 
when you're old like us, I mean, you're going to be 50 next year and I'm 46. I mean, there's a lot to tell. It's, it would be hard to pick and choose what to say, you would think. Mm-hmm. And since this is not pre-planned and we haven't prepared, hmm. we're going to have to do it on the fly, do our best job uh, to tell our story in as much detail as possible. You know what, though? I think this is a great question for people because the truth is you meet a lot of people wherever mm-hmm. you go in life, whatever you're doing, and... When you're introduced to people, not that you want to tell them your whole life story in four minutes, they probably think, oh, stay away. You're freaking me out. But if you were in an instance where you were getting deeper with someone, uh, maybe it's a first date or something, you might want to know how to tell your story in four minutes. The, 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 the challenge, I think, is choosing what to share and what not to yes, share. Yes, leaving out all the boring parts of my 49 years of life hmm. and... Just put the juicy parts in. (laughs) You know what's challenging for me is I feel like I have two different lives. I have one life that would be like my work life, like everything we've done for ministry or for work and career-wise, travel-wise. And then there's another life that's our family life. Mm -hmm. And that has its own slew of victories and tragedies as well and challenges and it feel to me, it's like two different stories to tell. Right. So I'm not sure how to start. So why don't you go first? Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to start the timer. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So I was born in San Francisco, California in 1970. It was the end of the 60s, the beginning of a new era. And my parents named me Juan Carlos Ricardo Galloway. Uh, very strange, but could have been worse. Um, and they lived on Haight-Ashbury area, so I could have been named any kind of hippie name. Uh, but I got these great Spanish names. Well, by the time I'm one, they move to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, where actually both sides of my family are from originally, but my mom grew up in Oklahoma. So as I grew up there, uh, we were in a pretty, I don't know, average middle class uh, existence where my parents ran a little convenience store they started and I grew up in a little suburban neighborhood nice wood frame house but very basic you know simple life a good life a little hippie-ish a lot of frisbee playing in the yard things like that I had a big tree in my backyard that was a pecan tree my grandfather built me a tree house and he gave me my first bike and my grandparents were awesome uh, but lived in California, so I didn't see them very often. And my my other grandparents lived in Oklahoma, so I saw them all the time, and I lived in the pool. And this is summer, so I think of that every year. All right, moving on. Well, they grew that business from one convenience store to 20. So when I was about five, we moved into this giant house or small mansion. I don't know, 33 rooms, seven bathrooms, three floors, an elevator. Uh, my parents became very wealthy, and we had this big house, but they were gone all the time. And as a little kid, I was lonely. I was alone. I ran around on the 13 acres of woods we had and um, with my dogs. And then when I was 10, my parents' lifestyle started to catch up to them, which was drugs, alcohol, partying. And amazingly, miraculously, God intervened in our family. And they became Christians and were delivered from addiction and all immorality and just a crappy dysfunctional life. 
So then my whole life really changed and we moved to the Virgin Islands. And in the Virgin Islands, I lived in St. Thomas, Tortola, and Puerto Rico. It was awesome growing up in other countries, crazy, learning other languages. And it was fun. And uh, they started a church. They ended up starting a, 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 a TV, Christian TV station. And then we moved and became a real family. Then we moved to Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, I finished high school, which was 11th, half of 10th grade, 11th, 12th grade. I went to this mega church. I met Tracy when she was 13 and I was 16. That changed my life. And then I started playing guitar in the youth group band. And my incredible <laughs> youth pastor encouraged me. And I traded my Commodore 64 for his bass guitar. And off the road, I went for the rest of my life playing music and having fun. So then after that, I actually graduated high school, went to Bible college. After Bible college, I worked with gang members in East Dallas. And then from East Dallas, I moved up to New Jersey to be near my family, look for a job as a youth pastor, couldn't find one. And then you moved up from college. We ended up getting married. We got all kinds of crazy jobs, uh, temp jobs mostly. And then we moved to California and we went to California then we're in San Francisco, Bay Area. We're being youth pastors for the next 10 years, half in California, half we moved back to New Jersey. And we loved youth ministry, did everything you could do. Mission trips, summer camps, winter camps, all that stuff. And then 17 years ago, my parents asked me to join New York City Relief, which is an outreach to the homeless. It's been amazing. I love my job. Now I run the organization. I'm president and CEO. I have four kids. They're the greatest. And three, two, one, I'm doing a podcast called 36 Questions with my wife. And wow. there. <laughs> Your phone's ringing, is right? The alarm. At, oh, that's the alarm. <laughs> Time is up. My four minutes are over. You I think have a I Star spent Wars the, alarm. I think I spent. Two thirds of my story on my early childhood, which was interesting. Except last show, different. you did talk about living in the manor house. That's God darn it! You know they already know that if if they listen regularly. Of course they do. <laughs> Our fans are like diehards. They're That's super right. fans. That's right. Thanks, mom. Actually, my mom's probably never heard. I was going to say our parents probably don't, I don't even think listen to podcasts. I, our kids definitely don't listen. I ask them. Yes. Well, no, not not true. Our daughter is River our biggest fan. That listened. is our super fan. The rest of our kids are like, no, we don't want to listen. We she's hear like, you talk you, all the time. She's like, when do you have another episode coming out? I want to hear more <laughs> about my mom and dad. What a cutie. Well, that was pretty good. I did okay? You did. You're talking kind of fast. I had to because I looked at my timer and I realized I've got to speed up or I'll I never know. get it all in. In fact, can you put the timer by me so I oh, know? Oh, you got it. I have no idea what I'm going to say. It's good. That's Not the fun of this. Easy. Spontaneous. Four minutes, your whole life. This oh, is... my gosh. Okay, here. We... Are you ready? Uh, I, I've i never felt so blank in my brain so that I do ready, right now. But we're going to do it anyway. How about that? <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. All right. And go. So, my name is Tracy Danielle Lucia. I was born outside of Philadelphia. And I moved to Texas when I was three years old in Dallas, and I lived in a little neighborhood, and I spent my summers playing outside with all the neighborhood kids. It was the kind of neighborhood where you could run into people's houses and drink a soda, probably a tab, that's what you drink in the 70s, out of people's refrigerators, and... I had a wonderful childhood there exploring in the woods. There was this place called Mobile Land because Mobile Oil owned it. Sounds like a mobile park. <laughs> I, I just sound like a mobile park. You can't talk. You're taking up my time. Sorry. So we'd explore in the woods literally all day long. Um, crawdad fishing in the creek. And I would just go barefoot all summer long 
and summer was almost the whole year because it was Texas, so it was hot, and I had a great childhood. I my parents divorced when I was in elementary school, and we I lived in an apartment with my mom, and I went to um, a high school for performing arts called Arts Magnet, and studied theater, and I loved it there. It was really fun, and I actually became a Christian before I went there, and I met my husband in youth group. Uh, the first day I was a visitor, I wasn't even a Christian really when I first met you, and. I I don't know. I was really involved in the youth group. Mm-hmm. And I went on a missions trip to Mexico when I was like 14. And I got a job working at the 700 Club on the prayer line. So when you call in for prayer, I, I would answer the phone as like a 15-year-old and pray for you. And then I got a job at our church, which was a mega church. So it was broadcast worldwide. So I'd get calls in from all around the world and pray for people on the phone. And I was the youth pastor intern there. And I w- was really involved Uh, with planning youth camps and things. I went away to college in Palm Beach, Florida, um, studied theology and counseling, and lived right by the beach. It was awesome. I drove around one night at 3 o'clock in the morning putting tracts about Jesus in multi-million dollar people's mailboxes. (laughs) It's illegal. I can't believe I didn't get arrested. And um, then... I left there to come up to New York City Relief to be an intern, where to be with you, to get engaged and married. Got married, flipped a coin because we wanted to leave New York. And so we flipped a coin to either go back to Florida, where I wanted to go, or California, where you wanted to go to be a Christian rock star. California won, moved there. Oh my gosh, I'm almost out of time. Lived in LA, San Francisco, youth pastors, so much fun. I love everybody from there. Miss you, Blast Youth Group. And uh, then moved to, had our girls there where they were born, River and Haley, and they were adorable. Uh, Lived in Sacramento. Then we moved to New Jersey to uh, be closer to family since we had kids. And we were youth pastors. Started the first U-Turn Foursquare youth group in the East Coast. And it was big and it was awesome. And we had a great time. Miss my youth group teens. Love you guys. And then... We, oh, after, we were going to move to Ireland and be missionaries and start like a Christian coffee house, but then 9-11 happened, and we ended up joining New York City Relief, moving to Elizabeth. It was really, really hard and really, really horrible, and I became very, very sick, and I've been sick on and off ever since, and, but now I'm well, and I also senior pastored for about five years uh, and flipped an old church into being a little more relevant for today and that was fun and I have 15 more seconds I don't know I love my kids I love my husband I love our home and I love doing this podcast it's really fun and that's about it three two one zero (laughs) that's time's up good job I didn't do a very good job I thought you did. It's so hard to tell your story in four minutes. You're right. You kind of get stuck in your childhood and it's hard to get out because so much has happened as adults, but I didn't even touch on hardly any of it. You did. I think you hit the highlights uh, just like I did, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, Bullet points. That was the bullet point. How do you, how else do you tell your entire life? I mean, I would want to talk about my kids more, but then I don't want to like... I mean, it's their life, and I don't want to, like, reveal right. their private life 
you know, on the podcast. The ups and downs of parenting. Right. <laughs> there, there's been the ups and downs with parenting and family life and our marriage for sure. But there's just, I think in four minutes, you just can't go into it. Yeah. Well, I hope that people found that interesting, hearing that blast through our past. Um, you know, maybe you heard something about us you didn't realize, didn't know before, little tidbits or something like that. Um, because you knew us in our adult lives, if you do know us. If you don't know us at all, hey, you just heard a little slice of Juan and Tracy's life. And now here we are in New Jersey. Never thought we'd end up here. No. <clears throat> I, I think it's time for our book of the week. But I almost want to say it's book of the month because we've only been recording our podcast once a month. Uh, well, we had some technological issues. I had to get upgrade some gear that we broke. Did. That's so true. We're back. We're back. So uh, for our book of the month. All right. So this is the segment of the show where we give a book recommend. Yes. We're book people. You know, sometimes it's hard to think because we have read so many books. We still keep reading more. <laughs> I know. There's just piles tons. of books. There's piles everywhere in our house. Every room, there's a pile of book next pile of books next to where we sit. But right now we're actually in the middle one. We haven't even finished it. But I think it's been so excellent for connecting with our family that I think this is a great recommend for you to use for yourself individually or again to make connections with people. Yeah. So we heard about this disclaimer at Liquid Church, our church, and they featured this book as a part of their series and uh, on communication. So the name of the book is I Said This, You Heard That by Kathleen Edelman. Yes. And basically, uh, the, the message we heard uh, that our pastor gave, Pastor Tim Lucas, was so great about different personality types. And, you know, this is so popular right now, Enneagrams and personality types. There's so many different tests you can do and things. But I love this one because it makes it so very clear because they use a color for each personality type. Now, I've seen the ones before where you're an otter or you're a lion. An animal, <laughs> a number. Or you're a number or you're some kind of weird word that nobody can pronounce. Well, this has got that a little, little bit too. But this one at least has the color, which is super helpful helpful for us. So we did, we got the book and we get, there's two mm. books. There's a book you can read and a workbook. We just ordered the workbook. Actually, it's not, there is no book. It's a workbook. Oh. There's a DVD and there's an app. Okay. So... Uh, fortunately, you only have to buy one thing. Okay, so I bought the workbook, and then I, as soon as I started taking a look, I saw, oh, there's an app that's free, and then it's got videos. So you watch the video, and then answer the questions. And I thought, you know, this would be cool to do with our boys because they're the ones at home right now in the summer. One's home from college, the other one's in high school. And I was like, this would be cool to have them be more self-aware, have higher EQ. And maybe we get to know say, each other better. You should say what EQ is. Emotional intelligence. Yeah. Uh, but really, the whole reason I did it is because I heard that message and I was like, am I really using my words to build up the way they're teaching us to do? Um, or am I just letting whatever come out of my mouth? And I was like, oh, I need to love people in their love language according to their temperament. And so that's what the whole message in the book is about. And I'm like, I want to do a better job at that because I really want to love people well, especially my family through the words I speak to them. Oh, yeah. And the interesting thing is they're like one of the colors is yellow. 
And just to give a really basic, basic, basic premise to the book is that yellow is kind of the people person uh loves to talk loves to tell stories Mm -hmm. and and i'm half yellow and the other color is uh red and red is someone who is choleric someone who's very much (sighs) type a leader yeah control and power go 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 task oriented Driven. driven yeah and i'm half red Mm. And Connor, our son, was a red. And so that was very interesting because we can butt heads sometimes because we're both red Ooh. and try to take control of the situation. Insight. Yes. Right. So that was really <laughs> helpful. And you are a? Uh, I was a blue, which was a melancholy. And my son Connor was a green phlegmatic. No, no, I'm no. sorry. Corbin was a green phlegmatic. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're both both of those things. Like we, there's a number one <laughs> highest and then a number two. We're both in that zone of being introverted, right? More task oriented. At least I actually am. no. Those colors, right? Those colors are relationship oriented. Oh yeah, they? that's true. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we're still reading the book. We're in the middle of it, right? And it's it's been pretty interesting. We went through all the strengths of each temperament and all the weaknesses, and we shared them, and we're like relating to each other. Yeah, and they in watching the video together teaches us about it, and then we discuss it and discuss the positives and the negatives of our temperaments. And I feel like the the outcome of doing this book together for our family, at least, has been learning how to give each other grace for doing things that the other person doesn't understand. Because a lot of times you're like, you don't understand, or why are you doing that? Or are you crazy? Or what's wrong with you? But then once you understand the temperament, you're like, oh, that's just because he's a blue. Of course he's doing that. That's okay. And so it immediately diffuses a million arguments and offenses that could happen in relationships by just understanding, well, that's the way God made them. Mm -hmm. And that's the way they see the world through that lens. And that's the way they communicate. It's not wrong it's just different. And I think that's one of the biggest things we've learned through our many, many years of marriage is that sometimes we think the other person's wrong, but really it's just that they're different. And if you understand the differences, you can communicate in their language yeah. and, and and it really makes a difference. And I appreciate their strengths. Yeah. Uh, so they have the test in the book. So we all just, you know, ask the questions. I think there's mm-hmm. 40 of them. And then we tallied up the totals and then that told us what color we were and what temperament type we were. Right. Um, and I just, because I was thinking about this, I saw this uh, t-shirt for sale on online and it said, I like coffee and maybe three people. And I, I posted that and said, the results of my temperament test <laughs> just came in, you know. It's on this uh, t-shirt. And other people, it was funny because other people responded, some of our friends and said, oh, I'm the same way. I only like three people too, you know. And, it's and just, I, I'm, I like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I like everybody. <laughs> We're so different. Yeah. So it, Not that you don't like people. You just don't draw close to anybody but three people. Yeah. Well, the, the, my, my type doesn't need a lot of friends. A right. couple close ones is just fine and dandy. Perfect. Hunky-dory right. for me. So, uh, you know, you could go on with temperament stuff forever. There's so many things out there about it. Enneagram is kind of similar. Uh, but I like this one. It's simple to the point. Colors, like you said, it's not convoluted. It's pretty straightforward. I like it. I also think this emotional intelligence thing is so important because mm-hmm. we learned that some of the top leaders in the world, uh, they might not have gone to the top universities or colleges. They may not have, I don't know, been had really high IQs, 
But the ones who are the most successful have really high EQ, which is emotional intelligence. And so I find that we put this really high value on um, IQ and, and, and grades. Uh, and you can have someone who's, who has amazing grades, and yet they're not very emotionally intelligent. They're not very intuitive with people. Right. They're not self-aware of right. the impact they're making. Right. And they're not very, and they're reactionary to other people rather mm-hmm. than having a tolerance or relatability or being able to kind of connect with a different personality type. Right. So I'm so glad we're teaching this to our kids mm-hmm. now while they're young, because this is going to be like a key to open so many doors in their life to understand people and be able to relate to them well. And so we want to give you that key and recommend this book. What is it called again? Uh, It's called, I said this, you heard that again by Kathleen Edelman. It's on Amazon. You know, you can get it anywhere. They've got DVDs for sale on Amazon, but uh, I would just get the app because it's free. Right. You can watch them online, right? Or you watch it on the app. I watched on, we watched on the app with the kids. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't too long. It wasn't an hour of watching a session. Uh, I think, I think the second one was like 30, 40 minutes or something, <clears throat> but then we had discussion about it afterwards and filled out stuff in the workbook. During our family meeting, cause we have a family meeting we try to do. We used to do it weekly. Now we're a little more irresponsible now that our kids are older and They're working all, all and everybody's everywhere. But whenever we can, we have a family meeting and we try to do something like this. So, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and I think that's, it kind of goes with this show because the whole premise of the show um, is like understanding, using these questions to go deeper, to become more intimate, to understand the other person, to be able to love well, you know, and not be a statistic, uh, like a lot of folks (laughs) who fall by the wayside in their relationships, you know, but to find God in how we connect with each other so that we can love each other like Jesus, understand each other, be sympathetic with each other, be empathetic with each other. All these things that are just basically how to be a healthy person. That's right. That's what it's all about. Yes. And then, you know, hopefully we can do a lot of good in this world if we're healthy rather than do a lot of destruction. A lot of damage if we're unhealthy. Yeah. That's correct. So hopefully you're enjoying this podcast and these tips we're giving you will help your life to be better and wonderful. And this book review yeah, and Tracy and I are off now to go take a hike because her temperament seems to really like that a lot. And <laughs> mine not so much, but I like to make her happy. That makes me happy. So we're going to go out. It's a beautiful day, summer. Yes. We're going to go walk down a, a path in the woods and uh, enjoy maybe life. Maybe hold hands, maybe kiss a little. You never know. So we got things to do. Got to go. Have a good day. See you next time on 36 Questions. Bye.